But it's also important to check on in with yourself and see if you are honoring those goals and tracking your results. And maybe you need, I mean, if you're new and and you're just kind of estimating how much you think you're going to be able to sell, you're going to need to adjust your goals. Mm -hmm. Don't let a goal be so easy that it's not motivating you. But on the other end, don't let it be so high it's unattainable ever. to Deals with Heels, where female entrepreneurs thrive. I'm Deborah, And I'm Christina. And we are your hosts. Welcome. 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 Okay. Episode 20. Bente. That is... I can't believe it. I'm so proud of us. I know. I heard from somebody that there's a statistic, you know, like statistically... Um, six episodes. Six episodes, and we're they fail after six episodes. Well, I'm truly grateful. I mean, was, like I was saying earlier, this is one that has been an amazing experience. Yes, it definitely has been, and I am grateful for uh, Santiago. He's the one who told us that our producer. So. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, and that. Felt good. We made it this far. Yes. it It's it's a blessing, you know. It is such a blessing. We both didn't know anything about what we were doing. <laughs> um, but it's the learning experience. and It's the funnest thing the, I'm doing, man. And I will say when it comes to content between the both of us, we've got lots to talk about. <laughs> we do. We do. And I, um, I mean, I can talk about a variety of different <laughs> things, but let's just stick to uh, what we We've got only going. got about the 20 and 30 minutes today. So maybe right. don't. Uh, you're exactly right. So today's episode is about goal setting and results. This is so important is to have goals in your business. If you don't know what you're striving for, if your business doesn't mean enough for you to set some goals and to see those results happening, then maybe you should rethink the what business you're fixing to go into. You know, even if you're going to be an employee for somebody, you need to believe in that business. And what are your goals to evolve with that business. So you should definitely have some personal goals, but I certainly hope if you're an employee, your employer's got some uh goals set for you too. And knowing what those are, that's so important. And and how you and your team that you're working with, hopefully, are going to um, get those results. Oh, yes. I mean, because it's, it's one of those things that it's so hard to stay on track on something when you don't know the direction you're going. That is true. We talked about in the business plan episode when you sat down, how much am I going to sell? How much do I need to sell at that price to pay for the budget that I just put together? And then you make the cuts accordingly because you have to put in your realistic sales goals. Yes. And having that one, three, five-year plan, if you can't think of your business for five years and what it's looking like, Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you need to have that thing that you're striving for. And really those, when you look out, you're not looking, I need this many sales 
to start, you're looking at revenue. Now, from revenue, now you know how many sales you need at that price point. And if that seems unattainable, then how are you going to diversify and add products and services that are going to help you incrementally add to get to that sales goal? It's important. Oh, yes. To, to think about them. But on the short term, so much, so many of us are at the beginning still. And it's not that that forecasting isn't important. It is. But we're also just hustling to fill it up, right? To just start that growth and kickstart that growth. And so I think it's important to um, look at it and break down goals very simply so that um, they're more easily attainable. Yes, I, because when you, you, we, we did this exercise too, you know, of what those core expenses are, like, what are you now it's what, how many of your product do you need to make just for these core expenses and breaking it down to little by little. And when it's shown in that way is I've done that my whole career. But looking at it from a different eyes, the business eye is a whole new ballgame. Right. I think we've all experienced it from an employee level. If you've worked in any kind of sales driven at all, even food service, uh, any kind of that type of sales, you're you are given goals and sales goals. And so the people that come up with those are in my industry. But when you own your own business, you're the one that comes up with those goals. And so Christina and I um, came up with her goals and I helped her walk through that. And I think it was really successful for her. And I have to walk myself back through it uh, all the time. I have monthly goals for myself. I have weekly goals for myself I'm competitive. I adjust them if I have to miss days. In my mind, I self-talk myself through it. It's just a, it's almost a game you have to play sometimes in your own mind to keep yourself motivated when there's no one cheering you on because you're the business owner. Yeah, I'm just really educating and being that self-discipline. Like, why? Why did you want to become a, a business owner? Well, if it's your dream, then put that in your goals. And then what are you going? Because if you if you just get started Mm -hmm. and you don't know the direction, then how are you going to? And it's different with goal setting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it It, is. Uh, We you know, we've talked about timelines and how that works with sales goals I want to break down sales goals and kind of do it the way you and I did it when we were talking about yours, because Christina is a great salesperson and great businesswoman, badass female entrepreneur for sure. She just doesn't have the same experiences that I do. And just like I don't have the same ones that she does, and she helps me just as much as I help her. It's just in a different way. So, but in my experience, I can help her so much on just individual sales stuff and letting her see how attainable um, her goals really are when we break them down. So we did. She had put her budget together. So we took her budget and looked at it from the perspective. We looked at your packages. Mm -hmm. 
um, because we had worked on packaging already. And we looked at your packages and talked about, okay, how many of these really do you need to cover? And you already have people that are on your monthly Mm -hmm. um, because she has subscription packages. So if you really want to keep it together. Oh, yes. That maintenance. I mean, we all have have busy lives. Yes. (laughs) Hey, it's sometimes it's great. It stays organized for a while, but then it creeps back in. And so I can appreciate the maintenance thing. So, oh, yeah. Because um, different seasons right. happen, and that's a whole nother. So, as we, you know, subtracted down, and now just to cover your expenses, it wasn't very many. So, then once you know how many you actually have to sell, and you can break that down to a weekly amount, sometimes a daily, depending on how big that number is, then uh, you can break that down for how many people do I need to contact? How many sales presentations do I need to make in order to meet that goal? And when you first start out, you might not know. That's why you got to start and do it and get through. So now you're going to start to know, okay, so if I'm closing, I'm pretty good. And if I'm only doing half, then I'm going to have to get help because it's going to take a larger volume to make it through all of them to meet this number. So I'm going to have to hire somebody yes, to make all of that happen. Um, or maybe you back down some of those goals and your revenue is going to back down. And so that affects your operating. So you have to consider all of those things. But thinking of them makes it so much more attainable And now you're going to make those presentations. So where are you going to find those prospects? How are you going to generate those presentations? So where are those people? Where are those prospects? And how are you going to get them? And do you have any money to get them? Or are you having to be frugal like we all have to be so frugal starting out? That's why last episode when we talked about that warm market, It helps a lot. It does, um, because those are people that know you. Some of them love you. Most of them like you. And so they're going to want to help you, and especially since you're not trying to sell them. But that will help you. And so your your numbers might, even though your prospect of who's going to give you those referrals is someone that you know, your actual customer, potential customer prospect isn't. So your close rate for those customers are still going to be about the same. But you'll get better and better the more you practice with them. You have a great close rate. So thank you. Um, The big thing is, like you said um, on the last episode, we both have ADHD and sometimes hearing it or seeing it in a different way. I've heard all of this a million times, you know, and I mm-hmm. took a little piece here of what I needed and a little piece there. But being able to break it down to bite size to where it doesn't look so overwhelming, you know, to where it's just you're in freeze mode. You know, a lot of that's what happens to my customers is they get into freeze mode because it's just you see me, that big, yes. big number and you're like, well, I'm, I'm yes. never going to be able to do it's this. Stuck at the forest. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's like they see the big mess that needs to be like organized, like my recycling in my garage. Mm-hmm. Cardboard is like 
fingernails on the chalkboard for me, cutting cardboard. And so my cardboard recycling, I would just throw it out. And then eventually I would put on these big boots and I would go stomp it down because it's, it just gives you the, the chills, heebie-jeebie, so bad. So Christina took care of the mountainous <laughs> amount of recycling. Well, I have opened my share fair of cardboard in my day. Let's just well, say that. opening packages are different, Christina. <laughs> opening packages are different. And flattening <laughs> all of those, yes. So I... It, I still even like, Chris, even opening, even when I know there's something really good inside, mm, it's it, still, I got to prepare to... Um, well, it's really just, because if you just stay on the tape and you don't cut the cardboard... Yeah. Then I'm good. It's just the actual. I don't. I, I don't. It's like some punishment for shopping or something. <laughs> it's the funny things that you learn about people, and I love it because that just makes you. <laughs> so, all right. I know if I could get over it, man, I would. <laughs> it just that you can't control uh-uh. that part of you. That I have no idea why we have that evolution, but I'm sure some science geeky rabbit hole. Somebody even more nerdy than me, if that's possible. Okay, um, so results. Let's talk about measuring some results because setting those goals um, is important, but it's also important to check on in with yourself and see if you are honoring those goals and tracking your results. And maybe you need, I mean, if you're new and and you're just kind of, estimating how much you think you're going to be able to sell, you're going to need to adjust your goals. Mm -hmm. Don't let a goal be so easy that it's not motivating you. But on the other end, don't let it be so high it's unattainable ever. Um, your, Your goals grow with you and they should be a challenge. Yeah. I mean, if you have nothing to work for, then, you know. You're not not growing. You're not being that learning-based individual. Yes. And everybody has great revenue goals. You want to make more money. Yes. I mean, that's the... um, Everybody wants to make more money. So you have to do it this way with setting clear sales goals and tracking your results and using the time frame of your campaign that we've talked about many times Mm -hmm. And using that as your timing of tracking those results. Um, So your total results. As you break down, like we set your goals for how many presentations you need to make for you to get a new consultation and how many consultations do you need to have to hit that sales goal, checking in weekly. Do I need to make that adjustment? I I need to hold myself accountable to making calls or doing prospecting because I did not make enough new connections Mm, to meet my consultation goal. Checking back in with yourself and holding yourself accountable, not just to, well, I got two sales last week, so I don't have to make my contacts this week. Then, see, I've managed a lot of salespeople and I know all of the excuses because I'm sure I've thought of them myself. Oh, yes. Um, justifications. So as a, as a self-employed person, you have to be able to have those results and be able to track them and not just track the end result, 
but track how much work you had to do to get that result. So now you know what kind of growth you're capable of. So let's say you did slack off. How much work did you do to hit these goals? So there's room for potential there. You don't have to beat yourself up over it. Um, And but it's important to keep track of that. How much did I work to reach that goal? So that's how much potential I have that if I worked more, then I could double that if I could double my time. And now that shows you where you can get your growth and to be more diligent and accountable with your time. And I'm sure Christine is going to have some tips for us (laughs) um, after our next segment. Our favorite segment. We do love this segment because you and I both love hearing about other female entrepreneurs and the great badass things that they do and empowering them and giving them a shout out, hopefully getting them some attention for um, their business and what they do and are proud of. Such yeah. an important part. And for right both now of us. it's it's such a big movement. The women empower women supporting other women. Yes. You know, um, I know that you stand very strongly with that and you know, with the threads and Instagrams, there's so much of. I grew mine personally so much from it and I love it so much. Mm -hmm. I have felt that calling for, look, spirit getting me, as Tammy would say, got me teared up a little bit thinking about it. I've known for a long time that my path has that. And of course I was stuck like so many of us had to go through a really long, um, sometimes painful uh, healing journey to get there. So, Soul Sister, we are here. Episode 20. Yes. Our next segment is Show Us Your Deals. And uh, one of the things that really brought us together, bonding over our own um, accomplishments and struggles and overcoming and making money, building our business too, was High Heels. Uh, We both wear them almost every day and we admire um, other women's uh, heels. So when something really good would happen to us, we would send each other a photograph of the heel we were wearing that day. And mine lots of times were in the car. (laughs) I guess I was out and about when I was doing good stuff. (laughs) And um, but it was really empowering for both of us. And so we want to pass that on to other um, great female entrepreneurs that are listening and um, those that we get to highlight because they participated with us. So the way you participate is you send us a photograph of your heel doesn't have to be a high heel it can be any kind of a heel a tennis shoe heel we got that from tammy last time Mm -hmm. um combat boots whatever kind of heel you've got and what you've done that you are proud of and feel empowered by and send it to us you can email us at deals at dealswithheels.com or you can Post on social media and tag us or use the hashtag deals with heels. And we go through those um, and choose every episode every week, a queen of the week that we highlight their business and something that they did that hopefully will empower us to get through another week. Yes. And 
Tell us this week who the queen of the week um, is. This week's queen of the week is Margarita Zhang. She is the owner of Mam Massage and Spa. She's also a realtor and a real estate investor. She has a podcast. Yes. Um, is a podcast podcast host, and I know Margarita personally, and she is a hustler. Yes, she is a badass female entrepreneur. She is a hard worker, and um, she gives the best therapeutic massage I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'll be honest. If you are in Oklahoma City ever, um, you should definitely reach out to her. But. She um, has hired an employee this year Mm -hmm. and launched her podcast. I mean, what hasn't she done? I I see her in everything, which, you know, is amazing because it's inspiring because we have seen her growth over the last seven months and building this community that is so phenomenal, you know, so getting to see and cheer her on and all of her things. I know that she did a health clinic you know, she um, has done lots of those. She did a pain management clinic and had speakers and her podcast was really focused on that as well. Her podcast is titled Healthier Go Getter and it is available on uh, all the usual places, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, YouTube. And, you know, she's also really involved. They launched the Asian Chamber of Commerce in Oklahoma City. She was involved with that. She is a really um, good go-getter. And so uh, I'm happy to congratulate her. So congratulations, Margarita. You are our queen Queen of of the the week. week. Please check out her website at mammassageandspa.com. Com, and you can find a link to it in our show notes and on our website. So, ladies, please show, show us your deals. deals. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to make this one a little quicker, uh, but <laughs> the keys to accountability. Um, Got to love those keys. I would definitely say with this particular episode of holding yourself accountable because you are your own business owner. So this is where that self-discipline is going to come in because in order to reach those goals, you have to do the self-discipline, the, you know, and self-confidence, all of these things. So more importantly, just holding yourself accountable to these goals that you are setting and making sure once again, in order to get the results, you have to put in the time. Yes. And I think just the fact that you took the time to set the goals, it's amazing how much when you took the time to set them, Mm -hmm. how much more they mean to you and how important it is to keep track of them because it's your information and you did it and your baby and, you know, Mm -hmm. do the work, take the time. I 1000% agree with that. So it's just, if you're going to do it, do it. Don't half-ass it, guys. I mean, legit, don't half-ass it. No, my mama taught me to use my whole ass, Christina. <laughs> we don't use our half-ass over here. <laughs> so, well, we did it. 20 freaking episodes. Yes. 20. So next, uh, we're going to be, this is our last episode of this series. It is. Yes. So next 
Next one is our last series in this season. And what is it going to be? It is about all things marketing. There you go. I think we are going to talk about some content creation and targeting that message and some of the stuff. Call to action, value, all of that good stuff. All of the stuff that will help you make your marketing achieve the purpose that you have it designed for and making sure that you have all of the right ones in there. So I'm so excited about it. You know, I can talk forever about marketing. So I know I'll have to be like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Crack the whip. Well, thank you guys. Please listen, subscribe, download our episode, share with your friends. We need listeners. As always, we love you. And we're out. Good night. Good night. Good night.